millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound. All with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Given what happened in mini yesterday, what do you prefer for a hockey game? High scoring, low scoring, or both? I think I prefer both. I don't want to see every game the same every night. I hated the traffic era of hockey. There were far too many coaches that couldn't coach back then. And I loved the third period of Minnesota yesterday. I'm not on the coaching staff of either team, but it was incredible. It was very entertaining. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Thank you, Rick Regan. Welcome to the RP Show. It's hour two on a Wednesday hump day. If you observe, coming at you live on Game Plus TV, Key Radio, Game Plus, did I mention that, and the streams. Uh, I'm here in South Florida. This is the best hour. There's no doubt. It's just me and Moose. It's just me and Moose. For this full hour, we're going to invite a lot of audience participation. <laughs> you were watching near the end of hour one. Do you want to tell folks why you've changed your bunny hug or hoodie, as they say everywhere else but Saskatchewan? I don't have much occasion to wear this anymore, but back in the pandemic, you and I were following the Korean Baseball League. We had a life-size poster, the big donger, on the wall in the studio, and we bought merch from some knockoff Korean baseball store online, and you mentioned Hunjin Ryu and the Hanwha Eagles. That just happened to be the team that I randomly picked, and uh, oh. I don't think we won too many games well, when I picked them, but uh, hey, we're looking good now. Guy, guy, this is like yesterday where everything just flows inexplicably. And the reason, I, 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 this show has flow, uh, flowed so well and I didn't plan it to because not everything flows the way I plan, believe it or not. And during COVID, for those that don't know, I think it was when we were just broadcasting on Facebook only then. I don't think we were on Game Plus yet. We might have been, correct me if I'm wrong, and I don't think we were on YouTube. But in the pandemic, there was nothing else going on. So for whatever reason, that Korean Baseball League was allowed to play. It's like COVID didn't exist in Korea. And they played. So we all adopted our teams. You were the Han You obviously like the Hanwha Eagles. I can't even remember the team that I like. And I thought the whole world would get behind the Korean Baseball League because there was nobody else was playing. But they didn't. And in the end, it was just us that cared about the Korean Baseball League. Remember when TSN was airing their games live at like 7 a.m.? Yes. Right? And we would get up to watch them, but nobody else would. I thought everybody would get behind it, but no, people just wanted to piss and moan about the fact that CFL wasn't playing, the NHL wasn't playing. Yeah, they didn't get behind what was playing, as I recall. I know. I remember it the same way, too. I thought it would catch on, <laughs> but, you know, it didn't. Um, you know, uh, the big donger, what was his name? Um, Han Min Dong or something Do you like remember Dong Clark? Min Ham? Because I don't. Yeah. I, Dong Min Han. Dong Min Han. Dong Min Han. We had the standings on the board. Yes. Right? We were moving the standings. Our, actually, it was Alan, the intern, that was in charge of moving the standings, I think, every day on the, uh, on the <laughs> wall. Day. The Asian sensation. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. Right. That was a great so, moment in time. Yeah. We, we all loved We were the only ones that knew it, but dag damn it. It's like that old beer commercial. Those who like it, like it a lot. And we really like the Korean Baseball League. We did suck in a few fans. Now, furthermore, uh, where I said this show is a couple things that I want to get into here. Where I said this show's gone exactly the way that I planned. I wanted to cover a lot of topics and bring in people from all over the continent. And we've done that. Whether they're watching on television, listening on radio, or the streams. But it kind of hit home with me. And I don't think the guy involved in this story will be watching right now. So I don't mind saying it. 
And even if he is watching, I don't really care. But I, it, I, my intuition was telling me not to get too close to the Panthers and not to get too close to the Lightning. I go to the games. We do the podcast. But other than that, I, I'm not around the team. I've been invited to go to the news conferences and go to the functions. And I'm, no, I'm good. I'm good. And I think the team understands. And it came to the fore yesterday as to why. And I don't think I told you this. Uh, there's a guy coming to town on the weekend to watch the Washington Capitals here at the Florida Panthers. And he's an acquaintance of mine, not a real good friend. And like a lot of people that are coming through South Florida, texted me and said, hey, are you good friends with any coaches or players? And I wrote him back, no. And I wouldn't normally be that direct, but I know exactly where it was going. And he wrote me back and said, oh, okay, I just wondered if there was an opportunity to get any, some autographs. And others asked about a meet and greet. And I'm like, no. And I don't feel like that's being rude. Like I get, you know yourself. <laughs> Serena says we should do a segment on this show because I get asked for things daily. Go on the air and talk about the zany things that you get asked to do for people. You know, and it's at, at this stage now in my life, I don't want to get that close because then I can very easily say, I can't do that because I don't know any of them. You know what I mean? And that just, that just hit home yesterday why did you were you ever the voice of a team or work with a team that you dealt with that because i was it drove me in the loony bin in my I last know. job is the voice of teams i just can't i can't do it. it it doesn't just happen in voice of teams look it's happening to you here and it you know i the, the biggest one i mean obviously covering you know the canadian football league and and doing things like that but the biggest one for me is doing those Western Hockey League te television broadcasts um, when the Pats and, and Seattle Thunderbirds were playing in the final, in the championship final. The Memorial Cup a little bit too. Tickets were so hard to come by. And the phone, can you get me in? Can you get me a ticket? Can you get me this? Can I, you know, come meet the players? Can I, you know what I mean? Can I come in between the, I got asked if somebody could come between the benches during the game. And I'm like, I barely can get in there without crossing a bunch of T's and dotting a bunch of I's and, you know, as a broadcaster, not bringing my own fans in here. And the other side of that, uh, which, I mean, I look at, I don't blame the people, right? They, you know, access all that. They ask, they, huh. they're fans. They don't know any better. But, you know, imagine if you did know the players and the coaches on that level where you could create that. The team would get mad because you didn't go through them or through the appropriate channels to make it oh happen. Oh, my God. So, I mean, you can't do it even if you did know the players. Uh, I just, it's just easy. Nope. Can't, don't know them, can't do it. But I will see you at the game. And I'll spend time with you if that's okay. Uh, Reg in Winnipeg writes in and says, Rod, can you give me tickets to the next Florida game? That's funny. And by the way, tickets are just a small thing. We're talking about deeply personal items no i can't do that uh alan in saskatoon has written in twice he's very important for him for you to know he says hey moose your hometown winyard monarchs had a donnybrook at the end of their game versus the foam lake flyers in a playoff game old time hockey i'm sure you're aware are you aware i'm aware they also blew their third period in their provincial game but we don't need to get into that Okay, Randy from Winnipeg says, Rod, did you not say two months ago that the Jets would be gone in five years? Number one, I think I said 10 years. And number two, don't get cocky. Do not get cocky, okay? Don't be that guy from Winnipeg. Just enjoy your team, because guess what? Even though those contracts run through 2031, the team could still be playing in Atlanta by 2029. That's pretty good indication there of how they're dealing with things. They go from, we want everybody fired and woe is us, to, oh yeah, you said this, you big stupid head. I knew it. Ted and Red Deer writes in and says, I'm with Serena. Get zany, Rod. <laughs> I, I don't want to tell you what pe I, people ask me for requests because I don't want them to feel bad. And they're all regular viewers of this show. My point is, it's just a lot easier to give a flat out, no, I can't do that. I had somebody ask me to get her a signed autographed baseball by an MLB team that isn't even here and the, up in the Northeast for their grandkid for Christmas. I'm like, who do you think I am? 
or what I'm capable of. No, can't do that. But thank you. Now, furthermore, uh, just on the Serena thing, last night, a lesser, less confident man would have a problem with this. I go into the press box now at Merritt Bank Arena, and let's be honest, this is my third season covering the Panthers, first for Serena. Every single person in that press box last night, where's Serena? Where's Serena? Why didn't you bring Serena? I said to the one guy, I said, she doesn't do midweek games. And he's like, oh, oh, la-dee-da. I'm like, no, 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 she was working very early this morning. So, no, she doesn't do midweek games for that reason. They all ask about her, which wouldn't surprise anybody, I don't think. Now, you know, to that college football playoff thing that we were talking about, Darren, and the, and the debate that it stirred, whether it was the top four from last year and FSU not getting in or now the top 12, and I still think you will be whining here whining from the 13th, 14th, 15th teams. Jersey Jim goes, they don't have any say in it. Neither did SFU. Doesn't mean they're not going to bitch. I wish we had the passion in Canada. And I think we do sporadically, just not every day, for junior hockey. Do you know what I mean? I've told you a million times and our staff, I could sit here every day for two hours and talk about junior hockey. I just know nobody would watch it. That's, a, that's just a fact. But with five teams in Alberta breaking off from their province and going to play with the BC Hockey League, or now what the head coach at Estevan said the other day on this show, Jason Tatarnik, they, let's merge the Alberta Junior League, the Saskatchewan Junior League, and the Manitoba Junior League, and then merge Ontario and merge Maritimes all into one and have a Memorial Cup. That's the kind of stuff. That's like college football. I've told you for a year, even before I even knew you, junior hockey and college football are the same thing especially before NIL. The athletes are the same age. They're deemed amateur. You know what I mean? It's the same thing. And I just wish there was the path. There is passion, but just in tiny little amounts. Not here, though, where everybody cares about college football. Everybody! I don't know why we don't have it. We never have. I know. It's too bad. Because um, it could be like that. And, and maybe it's getting that way a little bit more with... You know, what's happened with the BCHL and the Alberta Junior Hockey League and the trickle-down effect it's going to have on, on the other leagues across the country. But we just, you're right, we haven't had it. We haven't had it at that level, at that scale. We have it at times throughout the year, but not in the same scale as, uh, as college football, that's for sure. Uh, and I don't necessarily know why. I don't know why that is. But uh, anyways, here's your daily comment on your hair, Darren. Gary in Penticton, Gary with two R's writes in, and he says, Moose has great hair. Who do you thank for that, Darren? Have you ever looked into it, the genetic? You know what? I haven't. Of your, My dad's of got, your had pretty good hair. Yeah, dad had pretty good hair. He's losing it on top, he has, for a little bit, so I hope that's not coming. Now, he still looks good. Uh, probably, probably him. Yeah, your dad looks great. You know, it's funny. Uh, not to make this about me, although it is the Rod Peterson show, but I had <laughs> to pay that? for this hair. I had to pay for this hair, which a lot of people know. It was a hair transplant, three of them. And my mom said, my, like, my brother, the cowboy, doesn't care about his hair. He'd shave it. All he owns is Wrangler jeans and sweatpants. That's all he has, and he's fine with it. That's not an insult. That's what his wardrobe is. She goes, he was born with every hair that he was... Sorry, he still has every hair that he was born with. And she goes, there's you, bald as a cue ball like Uncle Monty, in front of the world. And you got to go pay to get hair. She goes, life ain't fair. And I'm like, if that's the biggest thing I got to deal with, I'll be fine. <laughs> Brent, uh, by the way, says, Darren... Brent Woltman from Wellington, Florida, writes in, and he says, Darren obviously didn't drink the same Sasky water. We all did. LOL. Well, it's actually not that. It's the genetics from your dad's side. And trust me, I've been obsessed with this as a guy who's had three surgeries on his head. Uh, one in three men will battle male pattern baldness. How about that? Clark isn't one. Clark's not one. My mom would say he's got a lovely head of hair. Approved. To sports talk. Well, the guy that the company that I went and did my surgery with, he's in Ottawa. His name's Pierre Amelot, and he owns a company called Pierre Amelot International. Great guy. I've been at his house. 
And he said that one time he was at a Senators game, top row, looking down at the crowd at Canadian Tire Center. And when the guys took off their hats for O Canada, he's like, one, two, three, one, two. We'll be in business for a long time. <laughs> it's so funny. Because I, the story, I mean, I, you, you told me the story and you've talked about it openly. I mean, you did an advertising campaign. This is decades ago now, right? But yep. PAI Medical Clinic. And the first time I saw it, I'm like, Prince, you went to Prince Albert to do this? And they, what, do they staple a couple of hairs on? I'm like, and you trusted that and it turned out this good? But obviously the guy's a big deal out of uh, Ottawa or wherever he is. And Ottawa, yes. Multinational company. Um. I did not tally up yesterday's breakaway bets for Bet Regal, but I know that I did pretty good. Did you, you did add up? Well. Yeah. I didn't get the it's exact number, but thing, you did man. well, and I did okay. Not, not great. There's a lot of reasons why the sports leagues are cozying up to the betting companies, and it's not just the sponsorship dollars that go in tow with them, but it's the fact that I'm now paying way more attention to rosters and injury reports and draft capital than I ever have because of this stupid sport betting game that we play that we don't even keep track of. We don't officially keep track of it. And as a matter of fact, I want to take a time out and we will play Brett, uh, Bet Regal's breakaway bets when we come back because we don't have time to get into it here. It's only a five-game slate tonight, but I want to really get into the games. When we come back, it's just Moose and I, so there's a lot of room this hour for audience participation, by the way. 902-518-3033, Sober Carpenter text line. Sober Carpenter, non-alcoholic craft beers. Ask for them by name at your local beer, wine, and spirit store. And, of course, the YouTube feed as well. We're coming at you live on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. This is it. It all comes down to this rock. The hours in the gym, the weeks away from my family. This is what I've been training for. And all those voices trying to tear me down. I'm here to silence them. We've given everything we have for a chance to get everything we want. Need a champion for your charity event? An all-star for your seminar? How about an Olympian to give a winning keynote speech? EMJ Marketing is the place to go. EMJ Marketing is one of Canada's top speaker bureaus with some of Canada's most recognizable athletes and entertainers on their roster. EMJ also represents a wide range of impactful keynote speakers and MCs. So whether you need to fill a spot on stage or someone to arrange the entire event, do it with one stop, EMJ Marketing. Take the first step to success for your next event. Visit emjmarketing.com. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now back to your host, Rod Peterson. Hope you're enjoying the old program today, everybody. I know we are. A lot of topics on the table as always. By the way, we're down to the short strokes. Telemiracle 48 is this weekend. And if you haven't yet, we're asking you to please buy tickets to the Telemiracle 5050. It's very easy to remember. As Jim Brown said in the movie Any Given Sunday, we made this real simple. Telemiracle5050.com. You just got to be 18 years of age or over and physically in Saskatchewan to buy your tickets. And going to sell them until the 23rd. What's that? Friday at 4 p.m. SAS time. Winner, of course, gets half if you're not familiar with how a 50-50 works. All proceeds go to Telemiracle 48, supporting Saskatchewan's charity. Visit telemiracle.com to learn how the Kinsman Foundation is helping people every day in Saskatchewan to improve their independence and quality of life. Thank you in advance. Let's bring the moose in. Um, were you following, Darren? The Kinsman Dinner in Saskatoon from a few weeks ago that Jose Bautista was there and Buck Martinez 
and Jose wasn't signing autographs. Did you see the furor that surrounded that situation? I didn't see that. I was following it. My good friend uh, Heather Morrison was uh, hosting the whole shebang. Um, looked pretty good. Everything looked great. I saw all the photos, but I didn't see that. Okay. Well, the jug sent it to me. Jug, if you're watching right now, can you please send me the story on that? Jose Bautista was not signing autographs. I think he actually would take pictures with the fans, but wasn't taking signing autographs. And to be honest, I totally get it. If that's true, that was the story that I got. Uh, Wendell Clark was similar back in the day. Wouldn't sign autographs because these doorknobs would just turn around and sell them. Similar to all that stuff we went through with Connor Bedard. I got to think that was the situation with Joey Bats at the Kinsman dinner in Saskatoon, which is a big deal. And I also get a real kick out of this. Sask still number one for our viewership. And um, Winnipeg very closely behind at number two. Calgary number three. Edmonton number four, Saskatoon five, pick it up Saskatoon. But you remember shortly after I was fired as voice of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, like weeks after I was let go of voice of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, you were with me at that Kinsman dinner. And I was on stage invited to interview uh, Charleston Hughes and Brett Lother, two Rough Riders stars. Remember that? And I yeah. remember my past employers going, why the hell did you get him? He's not the voice of the riders anymore. My past employers that had just fired. Uh, weeks before that, I was collecting a paycheck from them. Why would you get him? We fired him. You don't erase 30 years of brand making and relationship building in a week. That's what I think about with that Kinsman dinner. That was so much fun. And they just slaughtered us, that, slaughtered us in that night. I think it was the Leaf night. It was the Leaf night. Because it was yeah. Curtis Joseph. Help me out here. Curtis Joseph, Doug Gilmore, uh, Wendell. Yeah. Was Daryl Siller part of it? Yeah, Lanny. Yeah, yeah. all those Leaf greats. And um, Curtis Joseph was there. As a Leafs great goalie, and I, my SJHL book, I carry them around in a box, my 50-year history book of the SJHL. I ran out to the car. It was minus a million middle of February and got a copy of my SJHL book and brought it in because there was a photo of Cujo in there playing for the Notre Dame Hounds in an SJHL All-Star jersey. And when I handed it to Cujo, it was like... Were you standing beside me when I did? Because it was like I just handed him the golden ticket in Willy Wonka. He couldn't believe it. He was such a good guy. I'm sure he still is. He's not dead. Curtis Joseph. How about that? 902-518-3033. Uh, Ted, uh, here's an interesting one for you. Ted in Red Deer says, does Red Deer get lumped in with Edmonton or Calgary? Um, definitely neither. And I'll tell you a story from last night at the Panthers game. I was on the Patron patio with Thad and Jake. We got a nice little community. I came home. Serena, again, doesn't go to the midweek games. I said, you're missing out on all our great community. We got Junie there, Bill Lindsay's dad. We got Brent now and his gal Bree, the guy that gave me this shirt and took me fishing. We got Jake and Thad. And so Thad was like, listen, we're doing it. We're doing it. We're going to Alberta next year to Flames and Oilers, and you're going to be the tour guide. I said, absolutely, let's do it. And I said, you're not going to believe this, Thad, but I got a vehicle up there, the Bang Bus. That's what we call it. You were just driving it a couple of weeks ago. I said, I will shuttle us around. I got the transportation ready to go. And he wants to specifically go to the bar in Red Deer that's one half Flames and one half Oilers. So Ted says, which one are they? I think Red Deer is like their own thing. I don't, we don't associate them with either or. Do you? I don't. And clearly Thad doesn't here in Pompano Beach, Florida. They're right in the middle. They're right in the middle. So they kind of have ties to either one. You know what? I think they get yeah. to associate themselves with whoever's winning at the time. And that's a good place to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't, we don't. That's the answer. So we'll be loading up the bang bus, flying in there. And I said, what you really should, because he wants, he's from Albany, New York, and he wants the real Alberta experience. 
and he wanted to go to just one of the two rinks. And I said, why not go to them both? We're going to travel that far. Why would we not go to both rinks in Edmonton and Calgary? And he goes, wherever they're playing, Battle of Alberta, that's where I want to go. He goes, I want the full madness, flames and oilers, blood in the streets. Okay, well, we got to wait for the NHL schedule to come out, and then he wants to run up to Red Deer. I don't know why, but we can do it. Anything's oh, yeah. possible, as I've learned, Darren. Yeah. Ah, uh, I must have missed something in my story. Wayne in BC writes in, and he says, Hey, Rod, isn't Saskatoon part of Saskatchewan? LOL. Any idea what he means by that before we play breakaway bets? Maybe you said Saskatchewan is number one for viewership. Saskatoon is fifth. Maybe you said that. That's the only thing I can think of. I don't recall. Okay, but... Regina is number one. Sorry. I'm sure you nailed it. I love that he's hanging on everything that I say. It's like Ravine. Do you know who Ravine is? No. Uh, the, <laughs> the famed illusionist. He would hypnotize the whole crowd. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. It was one of my dad's favorite jokes. It's an actual thing. Look it up, Ravine. My dad always told this joke. He goes, oh, yeah. <laughs> Ravine was uh, performing at the center of the arts. He had the whole room hypnotized. And he said, the next thing I say, you will all do. They're all hypnotized, waiting on his every word. And he got tripped up, tangled on his mic cord and tripped and went, crap. Took him two weeks to get the smell out. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, boys. That, yeah, thanks, guys. That was, no, that was a Jim Peterson special. Okay. Uh, bet Regal breakaway bets. Only four games tonight, and we did not tally it up officially. But Darren says I won last night. And watch out, world. I'm spending far more time actually researching the National Hockey League. I'll be unstoppable soon. We pick the winners straight up every night. Boston at Montreal tonight, original six clash. Sorry, Buffalo at Montreal tonight, not an original six clash. <laughs> but it is a toilet bowl. Who wins? Sabres at Habs. I will take Montreal at home. Well, I'm going to take Buffalo. Because why not? Let's go, Buffalo. Philadelphia at Chicago. Can I go Give me first? Philly. Canada. Yeah, you go ahead, sorry. Ah, perfect. Oh. Perfect. Oh, you already did. You jumped. You, you took it. I'll take. I cheer for Chicago for two reasons: Connor Bedard and Frank Gallagher for the Netflix series Shameless. Toronto at Arizona tonight. I'll let you go first because it's your team. Yeah, I'll take the Leafs. They've been playing really well uh, without Morgan Riley, kind of rallying around that. I, I will go with you on that one. I'm sorry, I have to. This will be their fifth straight win tonight in Arizona's 10th straight loss, which, by the way, Jacob Chikrin is... Uh, Jeff Chikrin is going to be on our Cats and Bolts podcast this afternoon, the father of Jacob Chikrin the former Arizona Coyote, which I heard last night in the press box at American Bank Arena, Jacob Chikrin is on the trading block. Can't wait to ask his dad about that. Uh, here it is, Boston at Edmonton tonight in a rematch of the 1988 and 1990 Stanley Cup Finals. Boston at Edmonton. 
Who you got? I'm going to go with Boston, despite how inconsistent they've been. Wow. Okay. I'll go with the Edmonton Oilers. Makes my life a lot easier. And the Columbus Blue Jackets are at the Anaheim Ducks tonight. Another Toyota Bowl matchup. Who do you like to win? Give me Anaheim. Uh, okay, I'm going to take Columbus, even though I'm kind of with you. Not that Anaheim's any good, but it's because Columbus is such a dumpster fire. Like, fire the GM. Didn't even get out of training camp without firing the coach. Oh, my God, poor Cole Sillinger. Yes. Um, there you go. Sign up at betregal.ca. Join their free club. Play along with us. Now I get to delve back into the comments from our viewers because let, who's kidding who? They're the most entertaining ones on this show. Um, Brent in Wellington, Florida wants to know, how do I get in on that Alberta trip? I'll have one extra spot. Only one, Brent, for you in the bang bus. Because it'll be me, Serena, Thad, Jake, and you, and God knows who else will pick up along the way. Probably Buffalo Bill, somebody like that. I was running a shuttle this summer in that thing. Remember? For the Stampeders games. No job too small. That's another thing my dad taught me. Uh, regarding Ravine, Jeff the Stams fan says, LOL, Ravine. He says, we saw him at the Jubilee. He says, we saw him at the Jubilee Auditorium. If you want to know what Ravine looks like, a couple stories about Ravine. Serena and I, we went for supper one night at Flanagan's here. It's a sports bar chain in South Florida. And I'm, they have the photo of the original guy, Flanagan, on the cup. All plastic cups in there. And I said, why does they have a photo of Ravine on the glasses here? She hit the floor laughing. It wasn't Ravine, but it looked like Ravine. It was the founder of Flanagan's. <laughs> um, Bill Edwards, watching in the Queen City, writes it. He says, LOL, good joke. Again, that was my dad's joke. Glenn, watching in Medicine Hat. He says, memory lane from COVID. Viewing those computer-generated CFL games on the RP show was a hoot. It was all we had. For those that don't know, Darren and I, and our entire IKS crew, including Jordan, right? Didn't Jordan come in on his time off? What the hell else did he have to do? Came in and we played these video games and Darren and I did the play-by-play. -play. Clark and Jordan ran the graphics and we had pizza and we ran it all the way up to the Grey Cup. It was the first of... Oh, Bryn did him. Jordan had other things. He was racing cars. The first Bingo! Of, yeah, I won't say it. <laughs> CFL wasn't fond of what we were doing, but they didn't outright stop us either. So there's that. Devo writes in and says, wasn't there supposed to be a CFL video game? I feel like Dorothy from the Golden Girls on that one. <laughs> that look. <laughs> why, why don't we talk about expansion of the Maritimes while we're at it? Why don't we talk about Rudolph, the red-nosed reindeer? <laughs> Bill in Regina says, The Battle of Calgary in Alberta. In Calgary. Sorry, the Battle of Alberta in Calgary was a wild game. Full sellout, standing room only. Great trip. Yeah, that's what my guys here from South Florida, you guys have done it. You've built it all up. This Battle of Alberta, to be honest, the Battle of Florida pales in comparison. It just does. They don't get, wake up in the morning here in South Florida and think of ways to kill Tampa Bay. Literally, where what they do in Alberta, they wake up every day and find ways to hate the opposite city. It's in, I love it. I don't think it's healthy, but it sells tickets. Um, we're going to take a time out and come back with a sports update and more audience participation because that's what people seem to like. We're live on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Everything I've worked for 
Everything I've sacrificed has led to this. It's out of your hands now. All the gold medals in the world can't help you now. You could throw the perfect rock and still miss. But it just takes one. You leave it all out there on the ice to leave behind a legacy. Are you struggling in life, perhaps feeling hopeless, or even battling an addiction that's taking your life down the drain? It's time you made the decision to stop the struggle and contact Peterson Recovery. Hi, Rod Peterson here, and I've been a licensed recovery coach since 2017, helping athletes, entertainers, and soldiers get their lives back and go on to lead a happy life. Now, I'd like to help you. Mental health is real, and sometimes all it takes is some guidance from someone who's been there. Follow Peterson Recovery on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and DM me or email petersonrecovery at AOL.com. It's never too late. Oh, yeah. He's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Yes. Thank you, Rick Regan. Clark, if you want to check in the text line, the Silver Carpenter text line, a gentleman, Terry in Medicine Hat, has sent us a photo. If you can just hang on to it, but you can go in there. I don't need it right now. I'm going to read a sports update here. But it's important to the conversation we're having today. We've got breaking news from this Wednesday. The National Lacrosse League is returning to Ottawa. A move that NLL Commissioner Brett Frood calls an immense opportunity. The NLL announced today that the New York Riptide will relocate to Ottawa after this season and be rebranded as the Black Bears. Ottawa will play in the 2024-25 season in the Canadian Tire Center, home of the NHL's Senators. Meanwhile, the Western Hockey League announced that Graham Sward of the Wenatchee Wild has been named Player of the Week. The Nashville Predators prospect led all dub defensemen with two goals, four assists, and a plus-one rating in two games. And Vancouver Giants netminder Brett Merwald, ho, 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 has been named WHL Goalie of the Week. It's the fourth time Merwald has earned this award. The 20-year-old posted a 2-0 record against Western Conference opponents, putting up a 1.00 GAA and a 9.71 save percentage. In uh, sports update brought to you by Landmark Cinemas, in Landmark Cinemas now, Anyone but you, the Valentine Encore, starring Alexandra Ship and Glenn Powell. Don't miss all new bonus content. And also brought to you by Common Crown Brewing Company. Turning your everyday common beer into a unique and exceptional experience. Visit commoncrown.ca. Okay, let's bring the moose in. Uh, part of the reason I read that sports update was to give us a fresh spate of topics to get to. And we will, Darren. But do you have the photo, uh, Clark? Did you grab it? Here we go. Terry in Medicine Hat writes in and says, Hey, RP Show, I bought a bunch of albums, and look what was in the lot of them. The man they call Ravine. Have a great day from Terry in Medicine Hat. So that's what Ravine looks like. And also, he looks like the founder of Flanagan's. But I feel like, without having any prior knowledge, Darren, that was an album about how to stop smoking and overeating because Ravine's going to hypnotize you into not doing those things. Guy was ahead of his You're time. You're done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, don't get me started. Don't get... Oh, don't. Please don't get me started. <laughs> On the addiction. Well, because what I, I often think about, and I often tell the story, about the guy that trained me how to do interventions. He's the John Wayne of interventions. You've heard the story, Earl Hightower. And he's just exactly that. He talked about sex addiction, and I won't go any further. But he said, you know how I got little Johnny to stop? I got in his face and said, stop it! Nobody had ever done that before. <laughs> and that's the uh... cleaned up version of the story. The man they call Ravine. <laughs> what? Snap your fingers. 
Now, you're not an overeater. Chocolate cake? Gross. <laughs> like, that's going to happen instantly? Exactly. It might. Apparently, a guy made a career out of it, which incidentally, his daughter, his daughter, I can't. I don't know. I can't. I tried. But his daughter's now doing shows in Vegas. It's a long story. Um, Gary in Penticton with two R's. He writes it and he says, to the fans of the Vancouver Canucks, get ready for the parade in June. Finally. Here's the thing, Darren. Write it down. Haters going to hate. Fans going to fan. Little Johnny's going to do what little Johnny does. You ain't going to change him probably. The, have you noticed the Canucks have lost three in a row? That either the news has not gone as far as Penticton, that the Canucks have lost three in a row, including a loss in Colorado last night and a one in Minnesota the day before, or they don't think it's that big of a deal. But I, I did, someone's going to have a broken heart here this spring, and I don't know who it's going to be. It's going to be bad, and it's going to be – I can tell you it's going to be one of – one of Winnipeg, Edmonton, or Vancouver. Well, sorry, it's going to be at least two of them. Maybe all three. Uh, you probably don't want to go out on a limb and say who you think is going to be in the Stanley Cup final. Would I be right on that? Because you're not big on predictions. No, I'm not. And I, I don't know yet who's going to be in. The, like, I mean, I don't have a good enough feeling. But you know what? Let's circle back on this, you know, maybe at the end of the week or next week, and I'll put some more thought into it and actually come up with a prediction on who I think today will be in the final. Because there's no way to tell other than if we could get Kevin the medium in here, which, by the way, he's an irrational Vancouver fan, so that would, that would infiltrate his thoughts. I don't think there's any yeah. doubt. If Ravine was alive, I'd ask him. Jeff the Stamps fan writes in and says, Ravine could solve all our problems. Jen at the Four Seasons says, the Canucks fans are already panicking because they lost three in a row. Exactly, because fans are going to fan. Devo writes in and says, can we get to the playoffs so we can enjoy the Leafs losing in round one? Well, they at least lost in round two last year. I was able to watch that. That's a funny story, too. Um, Darren sees how I roll. I got to know. I now know. Oh, dude. I meant to tell this earlier, too, Squirrel. I've gotten to know all the names of the ushers and usherettes here at the rink in Sunrise. They all have started now calling me by name, Darren. That's the thing that's blowing my mind. But last year, Bruce, after the Panthers beat Boston around one, he said to me before the Leafs series, he goes, what are we going to expect from these Toronto fans? I said, what do you mean? Is well, we had to throw out 37 drunken, disorderly Bruins fans. I don't want to have to do that again. And I said, no, no, Leafs fans, they won't do that. They're harmless. They're annoying as hell. But they won't cause any problems. And that's exactly what happened. The only problem they caused was they wouldn't leave the arena. They sat in their seats and cried. I saw it with my own eyes. They sat in their seats and cried. And that will not surprise you at all. And do you remember when I was telling, you're one of them. But I was leaving the arena last night. Do you remember what I said? I had asked some of the staff, who's the most famous person? I said it on the air. Who's the most famous person to come through this arena? And the one guy, Eddie, said Gloria Estefan. Another guy said Trump. Well, Roseanne works at one of the uh, exits. And she said she didn't work the night Trump was there because she didn't care for him. Okay, cool. I was leaving last night before the game was over. And I said, see you next game, Roseanne. She turns and goes, see you, Mr. Peterson. See you next game in our usual spot upstairs. And I was like, nobody ever knows my name. What's going on here? She threw a curveball at me. Hot damn. That's pretty cool. That's great. You know, you don't realize... You don't realize who you're making an impact on and who remembers little interactions and whatnot. That's why the interactions always have to be good because you never know who you're leaving an impression on. And uh, that's pretty cool. You see, the same, you, see the, you see the same people on the way up as you do on the way down. And by that's the right. way, I've had more ups and downs than an elevator. 
see the same people all the time. But I got thinking about this the other day. I was like, um, well, last night walking out of the parking lot, I'm like, there's a reason she's the head security person. She ain't just a pretty face. <laughs> she's clearly keeping track of who's coming and going, which I found highly impressive. Uh, just one more. John Ohm in Winnipeg. <laughs> well, he's had a few good ones. Ohm. He says, and they call him Ravine. He goes, I can't get that out of my mind now. And uh, says, can Ravine solve the power play in Winnipeg? For the love of God, you won 6-3 last night. What more do you want? And from that Devo, writes in and says, for the first time I've seen your show, Rod Peterson, while channel flipping, I'll follow now. Well, thank you. Because I got a lot of people bitching at me saying they'll never follow again. So if you don't want to replace them, that would be great. We'll be right back with Overtime after this. We're live on Game Plus TV, WQEE Radio, and as you heard, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Everything I've worked for, everything I've sacrificed, has led to this. It's out of your hands now. All the gold medals in the world can't help you now. You could throw the perfect rock and still miss. But it just takes one. You leave it all out there on the ice to leave behind a legacy. You got something to say? You want to add to the show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. Hey, everybody. Overtime is brought to you by our friends at Overtime Hockey Lanes in Calgary, 28th Street Northeast, where skill and fun collide. Give them a follow on all their social media channels at Overtime HL, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, or better, yeah, give them a call and tell them the RP show sent you and check them out for yourself. Give a big howdy to Randy and Michelle there. Moose still with us? Is he still with us? I'm sure he is. Oh, yeah. yeah, thank you for sticking with us through overtime here. Um, so, a few things. Uh, my guy Brent in Wellington, Florida, sticking with us for the whole show, and I appreciate that. He writes that and says, I'd love to hear trade deadline thoughts and who needs what. Mindful of the fact it is still three weeks away. It's interesting because this is what they're wanting to talk about. Ron in Calgary writes in on the Sober Carpenter text line, and he says, which player will be traded first in Calgary? Your thoughts? Markstrom, Hannafin, Tanev, or Manjiapani? And before you think about all of that, Rob is watching in Cold Lake, Alberta, and writes in, and he says, here's a change of direction. Players are mainly drafted or traded for due to their ability to score. But when was the last time a player was pursued because they were an outstanding defensive player, a good checker, and good at the penalty kill? Might have to go back to the original six when players were different. Thanks. Mindful of the fact this is not the trade deadline special, we can talk about all of those things. And he's right, though, about the skill. He's totally right. I was watching Ottawa last night here going, Vladimir Tarasenko is unbelievable. He would win every skills contest. Why does nobody want him? And let's remember the Blues did win a Stanley Cup with him. But he didn't do squat with the Rangers. He's not doing squat with the Senators. And I just think about the Panthers last year. I've said it a million times on the show. They didn't make any trades at the deadline and went all the way to the Stanley Cup. It's about chemistry. It's not about X's and O's. It's about Freddy's and Joe's. Having said all that, what they were talking about on NHL radio this morning is that if you need a goalie, there's one out there that's apparently available, Jacob Markstrom, to answer, to roll this all into one, answer Ron's question. Markstrom was probably the first to go. Sounds like he was close to going already to New Jersey. And the deal fell apart. But do you know what I'm saying? It's, we're all going to get wound up about this. But yeah. the, and I, for those that didn't see it when I said it before, the GMs feel their job is to arm their coaches with as much talent as possible. That's how it works. And I feel that's not necessarily 
their job. If you like your room, I don't know why you would tinker with it at all. If you can add, yes, which is what they always say. But enough about me. Your thoughts. I think Noah Hannafin will be the first one gone. They're talking about trading him yeah. and, and trading him to a U.S. market, not a Canadian market. He's moved up on the trade bait boards uh, across the networks. Um, so, if I'm, again, just a guess, I'll, I'll say Noah Hannafin will go first. Well, you know, again, there's going to be a lot of things happen that nobody sees coming. I'm noticing uh, more and more and more lately, these teams have been able to keep their transactions tight to their vest and they're not being broken by the insiders of the world. And I won't name them. But I'm still thinking a lot about, I went to bed last night thinking about the tidbit that I got in the press box here last night that Jacob Chikrin's on the trade deadline block for the Senators. And I'm going to be with his dad this afternoon. I'll know in an hour and a half if that's true. But I thought, why not get him here in Florida? They could use, anybody could use Jacob Chikrin. Better is better. He's from here. It's a perfect fit. So I would love to see that. What do you think about that, Brent Woltman? You were at the game last night. I thought Chikrin played great. Captain Lou's uh, Sports Network. Lou Gamelin writes in. He says, I remember how they're supposedly Mr. Illich's private plane sent for Mark Messier to come to Detroit in 1999. Gotta love the trade deadline talk. Need we remind you about Shohei Otani and the Blue Jays and the free agency talk there. Oh, it is no. a whole a bunch of bunk. It's National Enquirer stuff, but people can't get enough, Darren. They can't get enough. I can't. I love looking at the National Enquirer when I'm sitting at the, the grocery store. I don't buy it, but it's fun to read the cover. Or sitting on the pot. Okay. Uh, thanks to David Naylor and for everybody else. Thanks for nothing. Moose, thank you for hanging in. And uh, we'll see you all tomorrow, noon Eastern, here on Game Plus and Kia Radio. Who has more fun than us? <laughs>